this week on the Roommates Podcast. I was waiting for Fabio. I was waiting for like a 40 year old. And I let this man call me because he mm. had a word from the Lord for me. Mm. And he was white, old, and bald. Got you. And so I wasn't ready. What, man, uh, what verse he had? Huh? What verse he had so I can find it? <laughs> Keep that in the pocket just in case I want to. Bay can pray. You hear me? Bay yeah. started praying. I'm like, and I, I was like, if Bay don't pray, Bay can't stay. If Bay don't pray, Bay can't stay. If Bay don't pray, Bay can't stay. Why can't Bay stay if Bay don't pray? If Bay don't pray, they're probably crazy. If this Bay can pray, and I'm starting to by my heart, like, whoa. <laughs> Yo, 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 it's your boy Hafiz. Chris the Star the Show, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And welcome to the Roommates, a worldwide community of people united on the values of becoming holistic health, kindness, togetherness, and a thirst for knowledge. Yes, Lord. Also, knowing that's the best hour of your week. Where you are. Entertain like a stand-up. Educate like a TED Talk and uh, enlighten like a sermon. Yo, 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 yo. Yes, and Lord. We're back. Back we're and back, better. Back and better than ever. Yes, Lord. How you been, man? Been good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm ready. I'm excited. Excited. About this episode. Yeah. I'm not excited about the whole day. Okay. We got, yep. got, some, okay. got some stuff coming. But got I'm some ready. stuff coming. Excited, excited, excited. So, hmm. I don't even think we need to <laughs> do too much. Yes. We need to go ahead and bring this lovely, yes. lovely, lovely, lovely lady in. Guys, please, please, please give a special... Welcome to the show, Miss Kimberly Jones Pothier, yes. also known as Real Talk Kim. Welcome to the show. Man, what? <laughs> so excited to be with y'all. Yeah. Y'all are so cool. <laughs> no, you're cool. Look Super the, honored, man. The, the, oh, the, man. Get, the get up, man. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, Kim, we know who you are. Some yes. of our audience doesn't know who you are. So, can you please give them a quick elevator pitch synopsis about who you are, what you do, and all that jazz? Well, I am Real Talk Kim all over the social media networks, mm. and I just love people back to life. That's awesome. my mission statement. Ooh. I love everybody that comes in my path. I just show them Jesus with skin on it. Okay. Pastor a great church in Atlanta, Georgia, Church of the Harvest, Fayetteville, and I'm part of Real Talk Kim Ministries. I travel about 45 weeks out of the year. 45? Yes. <laughs> you know it's 52 weeks, right? Yes. Y'all, we're going almost every weekend. That's, That's ridiculous. That little lady over there, my little every sister. Every weekend. We were on 20 planes. It's like like my months really start picking up September, October, gotcha. November, December. We're on 20 planes a week for almost the last three months of the year. Wow. I'm in five states in one week. And I get home to pastor my church on Sundays. How do you do that? Please. Man, I'm just built for this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. I think people ask me all the time, because I'm 46 years old. Yeah. People are like, man, how do you do it? Like, Because that's in and out of airports. Yes, that's the hard part. Yeah. And I think it's just getting to see people that, like in 45 minutes of me speaking and letting God flow in a place, they just, you can see 48 years of bondage break off of them. Mm. You can see people like their whole disposition changes. Mm. You see women letting go of the abuse and molestation that happened in their lives in one 45 minute setting. And it's just, God's given me a way to change people's perspective and stop looking at that rejection like he didn't like your five finger forehead, yeah. or your big thick thighs. Yeah. It was all because God needed rejection. Mm. He needed them out of your life. And so mm. when I can just shift that perspective, 
it's worth it, man. I yeah. love it. Like I'm, I'm creative for this. That's awesome, man. <laughs> I'm creative for this. Like yeah. it, that, that, it's better than than winning the lottery. Wow, seeing well, people get free. Oh yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Jeez. No, so one of the reasons why we wanted to bring you on the show is that you know so many people are blessed and touched by the work mm-hmm. that you do, and one of the things that we communicate on the show is holistic health. You yeah. know, physical, emotional, spiritual health. And what we've noticed is that a lot of people today, they're, they've been hurting. Yeah. You know, they're, they're depressed. You know, they're, as you say, they're in a lot of bondage. And so we were just curious to, obviously, you know, you're traveling the world, talking to different people. Have you been experiencing that as well, seeing a lot of people who've been hurting and going through issues? Oh, man, it's crazy. It is crazy how I will be up speaking and at the very end, I'll say if you're in this room and you still feel stuck, you still feel like, man, Kim, I, I feel like I'm almost at that breakthrough. I'm almost at letting it go, but I feel stuck. 95% of the place will stand up still. Mm-hmm. And it's just like life. You know, we've got so much going on in the world. We've got um, just just divide everywhere, even in the church world. And I think that people are just heavy. You know, society's got us uh, thinking that we got to be a certain way, do a certain thing, have this much accomplishments before we're 40, be married before we're 40, have babies, have one boy, one one girl, have a big old poodle, you a know, poodle. dog yeah. and a house bought, and, yeah. you know, uh, and, and people, when they don't get that by the time they're 40 or 35, society's got them believing that they're just washed up. Mm-hmm. And so they give up. And I think expectations, you know, like we got these expectations of what our our lives are supposed to look like. And, and man, when it doesn't happen, that expectation puts you in depression. Mm-hmm. And then you're just, you're just a robot. You're getting up, going to work, coming home, settling for mediocrity. Mm-hmm. You know, your mom and dad never wrote a book, so you don't know how to write a book, but you feel compelled to write a book. And so we just find ourselves in boxes and, and, and we've got the key to get out. But um, a lot of times it's hard, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's real hard. And so that's why I thank God for social media yeah. because you do have people that you can follow, get free therapy for free. Yeah. You yeah. ain't got to pay $150. You yeah. can just follow some people that help you get unstuck. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's, it's deep. It's mm-hmm. rolling deep up in here yeah. with it's the world. Deep. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So like you say like people are stuck in boxes. Like, so after you ask, you know, stand up and those 95% of those people stand up, what do you say after that? I just say right now, what made you stand up? Like, what is that one thing in the middle of the night? We got people suffer from panic attacks, anxiety. Um, and and my, whole, my whole key is if I can get you to believe, just believe that anything's possible. Like everything you've been doing up until this point has not worked. Yeah. And you're just mad about it. You're mad at your dad for molesting you. You're mad at your ex because he walked out with your best friend. You're mad at your kids because they didn't turn out the way you wanted. You're single after 28 years of marriage. If I can just get you to believe that where you are right now, it, God knew you were going to be here. Mm. And he says, I've given you the grace. Mm. Like you got everything on the inside of you to get through what you're where you're at right now. Like God knew before you were even a thought in your mom and dad's womb mm. that you were going you're going to run five men off with your big mouth. And then at 40 years old, you're going to get it together. And you're going to become a great person. And you're going to stop blaming everybody and look in that mirror and fix you and own it and not be mad about it and get over it. And so that's what I tell them. If I can just get you in the next 10 minutes, I make them scream. I make them yell. I mean, the whole church is, the whole event, the hotel, wherever I am, the whole place is vibrating by the time we're done. If people can just yell, just just believe, just like feel that lion, lioness spirit digging up in. Them, yeah. They can get free. Yeah. It's just getting your perspective shifted mm. for a moment. Just believing. 
I ain't going back. Like when I walk out of this hotel room, when I walk back into my house, I'm taking back my peace. I'm taking back my sleep. I'm taking back my everything, yeah. my money. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm letting this critical spirit go away. Anybody that's in my life that keeps bringing up my past, they're going to be in my past. Mm. I'm, I'm about to help God help me. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't staying here another day. When people get mad, they change. Hmm. Sick and tired of being sick and tired. You're going to change it. Yeah. Sick and tired of being sick and tired. And so that's one of the things we got from mm. Matt Chandler in um, the Village Church in Dallas. He says, it's okay not to be okay, but it's not okay to stay there. No. Exactly. And um, But one thing that we've seen is, especially in... Because most of the places you're traveling are to churches. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that, especially in the church environment, that though people, you know, have experienced healing through Christ and salvation through Christ and sanctification through Christ and all types of things. But people are still, like you said, in this emotional and spiritual bondage. People still for so many years are plagued by all these issues yeah. and pains and, it, and like things that are holding them back. So what do you think is still causing those things after, you know, trusting in God and releasing to God, but still being in bondage yourself. You know what? I think we've made it where we, you got so many people wearing masks in the church. It ain't even funny. Mm. You got preachers killing themselves. You've got people walking into a church like this and they won't go up to the altar. They won't ask for prayer. They're walking in with their lubes and their Gucci bags Mm -hmm. and their weaves and their, Mm -hmm. you know, mohawks. And, you know, they they look on the outside like they are snatched, man. And on the inside, they're dying because we are so good at faking it. We don't want anybody to think we ain't got it together. Then you got social media, which makes it even more appear that we're perfect and we're not. Mm. And we're all looking at these perfect people in this perfect church. And we're coming in, we're walking in, we're shouting, we're raising our hands, we're listening to the word every Sunday. And then we go back into the same environment that we walked out of and nothing's changing because we're not honest with ourselves. Mm. We don't want anybody to think, man, I am struggling. I always tell people, it is okay to have a meltdown. You just can't stay down. Like, have a meltdown. Cry. I go through seasons where I just shut my house down. You know, where I'm just like, man, I'm something ain't going on. Something ain't right in my spirit. And I got to take care of this. But yet, we won't say no to people. We won't take care of ourselves. We don't put ourselves first. And then before we know it, we are stuck. We are depressed. We are eating ourselves in emotions. We are are neglecting phone calls. We're isolating ourselves. And that's where the devil gets us. Mm -hmm. It's through isolation. You go into depression, you go to your bed, then Mm -hmm. you're ready to die because life is outside. Light Mm -hmm. is outside. And so, man, I just think because we just ain't honest. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, I think that's why I'm real talk, Kim. Yeah. I tell it like it is. And I tell them my story. Yeah. I'm the first to put it out there. I'm the first. I had a panic attack two years ago and went to the hospital. They, oh, my God, I'm dying. I'm dying. I went straight home, got on Facebook Live with 100,000 people. And I was like, oh, guess what I just did? Mm-hmm. You know, if, you got to get your mind right. So I think that if people would just start telling the truth, you're going to go through some seasons, man, where you're just, you're walking through a divorce and you're the only one in your family that can't keep a man. Mm-hmm. And, and you're, you're upset about it. And so you're going to fake it and get put yourself back together. Go get you another man. He's going to look just like the one that left you, mm. just with a different face because we ain't fixing it because mm. we don't want to talk about it. We don't want people to know that we're broken and beautifully broken is where God does his best work. Like where you're at right now is going to be your platform. The pain that you're in right now that you hate so bad is the exact platform that God's going to use you in once you get out of it. But you got to get out of it. And nobody can do it but you. Mm. Nobody. People going to counseling for, for the divorce, going to counseling for the molestation, going to counseling for ad- addiction, going to all these uh, to get help, and still nothing's happening because it starts right here. Mm. Got to change your mind. Got to change your heart. Got to change your position. Got to change what you look at. 
Change what you're listening to. Change your way to work. Stop going the same doggone route. <laughs> Stop taking a shower every day at six o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just shake some stuff up mm. and get busy growing. My question is, is I feel like when people hear you, I feel like people get a huge positivity wave and like a huge spiritual high. Yeah. And I feel like that high, I know I experienced it, that high when you get to go to a conference or go yeah. to around a, you know, a good church and, and you can feel it like, man, okay, I'm about to go attack, you know, the world. And, I got this. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm, 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 my question is, how can you go from a spiritual high to a heart change? Yeah. To actually believe, you know, all the stuff that I, I was hearing and receiving and actually make actionable steps to do that. I think it's intentional. I think that when we leave conferences or we leave church or we leave, you know, a, 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 a Tony Robbins, you know, <laughs> yeah. we feel like we're like, wow. Yeah, it's yeah. leaving that place and putting into action. Because what happens usually is when you're on a spiritual high, you're gonna have a spiritual low. Mm. Because you are, you're, you're. I don't want to leave this place because now I got to go back to my house. I gotta go back to barely making. I go back to yeah. eating Roman noodles and mm-hmm. on food stamps. Yeah. And 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 if you're not careful, you'll go right back to where you started, up and down, up and down. And I think every day you got to be intentional. I think you got to get up early. I think you're earlier than normal. Mm. You got to spend 10, 15 minutes getting yourself into alignment, getting yourself positive. You got to look in that mirror and talk to yourself. You got to look in that mirror and prophesy over yourself and talk, put different music on when you get in that car. Mm. Don't talk to the same people that you've been talking to. You got to be intentional. Mm. I'm going after Nothing changes. I went through a divorce show in 2006, and I went had to move back in with my mom and dad. Mm. I, I was devastated. Lost mm. my $500,000 house. Lost my credit. Lost my Mercedes. Started driving a broke-down car. Had to go work at a Belk, which was like a Kmart on crack. On oh, crack? And, oh, my God. Crack. Wait. It was like, it was like, and I had to do makeup. And the reason I wear these big glasses is because mm. my eyebrows are not on fleek. Like, they I don't know. know. Yeah. I don't know how to do makeup. Yeah. And I remember I laid in bed for probably about seven months, man, just mm. Mad, mad yeah. at God, mad at myself, mad at him. I'd pray every night, kill him with a train. Like with I was, a train? I was, oh, man, I was specific. <laughs> I know if he got hit with a train, like <laughs> Benny Hinn could bring life back into it. Yeah. Like he was splat. Oh, man. And I remember, man, about seven months in, I'm laying in that bed. My kids didn't have a dad and didn't have a mom. Mm. They needed a mom and a dad. My boys were broken, and here I am nursing, licking my wounds. And I remember one night I was laying in that bed and I was like, man, I'm sick of this. Like mm. I was raised on a preacher's pew. Mm. Like my dad was a preacher and I can't even, I, I, I've never even heard God. I've never even heard, I don't even know what he sounds like. Mm. I couldn't tell you what Noah did. You know, yeah, I know he yeah, did yeah. something with animals. But yeah. I'm 36 years old, man. Mm. And I remember laying in that bed and I was like, God, if you're not going to heal this marriage, then take this pain away. He's like, I'm not healing the marriage. Like, there's no hope. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all, y'all, y'all destroyed each other. Mm-hmm. There, there's, you, you never asked me if he was your spouse. You never, mm-hmm. you just did. You've just been the queen of getting yourself into all this mess and then you want me to fix it. Yeah. So either you're going to fix it, you're going to fix you with me, you're going to help me, you're going to put in, do not disturb up on your heart and let me do a work in you. Are you going to keep repeating these same cycles? No joy, no peace. Walls built up. Man, I laid in that bed that night. He said, I heard him, like straight depression. Yeah. Like I was a, I looked ratchet, man. I let yeah. myself go. I mean, I, I would lay in that, my room was a mess. My room looked like my insides. Mm-hmm. I just had no life. Go to work and come home, get right back in the bed. Mm-hmm. And I remember one night I was like, take this pain away from me. First time I ever heard God. 
Mm. And it was still a small voice. It wasn't Kimberly, <laughs> move to the right. Which was what I was. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking, dude, this is God, man. He's going to shake the nation in my world. No, it was a still small voice, and I heard him say, "I can't take it away. You got to get up and walk away from it. And I'll help you help. I'll help you, but you got to help me. I'm not a genie in a bottle, man. Everything shifted that night. Like I realized, and that's why my message is the way it is." Is it's not gonna just happen to you. That addiction is not just gonna, you got to be, you got, you wanna break that cigarette addiction that's gonna mm-hmm. kill you? Mm-hmm. May not send you to hell, but it's gonna kill you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, be intentional. When you get in that car, get your straw. Yeah. You know, you gotta help God. You gotta put in the work. And that's what I did, man. And everything shifted. Like I started looking at things differently. I, I opened my blinds. Mm-hmm. I stopped going to work the same way. I, I went a different route. I stopped listening to the same music that kept Delilah. Hello, yeah. is it me you're yeah. looking for? Yeah. I stopped listening to the doggone love songs, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I started getting intentional, man. I started, like, I'm about to get nice. Mm-hmm. I was I was mean. I said, like when those people would be like, I got all these haters. Yeah. Everybody's jealous of me. And, and I heard God again. No, they ain't jealous of you. You just mean. Yeah, yeah. You ain't got no friends because you mean. Yeah. And I really went on a search. And I, I told God I was going to give him a year. I was like, mm. man, I'll give you a year. Because mm. I'm black, but I crack. Yeah. White people melt. Yeah. 37 years old, white people already starting to melt. <laughs> and I'm going to be all by myself. And my boo's going to be sagging. Yeah. My knees are going to be going down to cankles. You know? Cankles? Yes. <laughs> so I was like, man, I'll give you a year of God. And he yeah. laughed and took five. Ooh. Put me in timeout for five years. And yeah. it was the best thing I ever did. Mm. Man, I got intentional. Yeah. Nothing happens until you get intentional. So what was that like, like that five-year like incubation process? What, like what was, <laughs> what was going on there? People always act like, you know, and I tell them the truth. I'm like, dude, it was hard. Yeah. You know, because I got lonely. I couldn't go on vacations with my family. They had to take my boys because I had to work like a dog because mm. I was the only fool that stayed married to somebody for 17 years and he never worked. I did everything. Oh, wow. So I didn't get no alimony. I didn't get no child support. Oh, I was mad at all that. You know what I'm saying? Because I was, I was codependent mm. behavior. And in that incubator, man, I, I, I he put me, he, he let me quit Belk right down here in the, in the pavilion. Oh, wow. And he put me at Lenox Mall at Bloomingdale's. So I was like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm leaving Belk, Kmart on crack, man. I'm going to like what? I can't yeah. afford no underwear yeah. in Bloomingdale's, but I'm 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 moving on up. Yeah. And I forgot that I was driving that hoopty that I call it my knockoff Bentley. Okay. It was a 300 Chrysler. Yeah. It oh, stayed okay. broke down. Yeah, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a Bentley. I love my Bentley. Uh, I did too. I did too. I actually did. I, yeah. It was a pretty car. I really like my car. Uh, Anyways, that's not but mine was a lemon. Mine was a lemon. Mm. And so I, I didn't think about it, but by the time I got down to Lennox, if it goes over 50 miles, I think it was going to be that thing was oh, going to okay. be overeating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I carried like gallons of inter- antifreeze. I learned oh, how yeah. to be a dude, man. Yeah. I learned how to do everything. Yeah. But God did. He put me in that in time out and he started allowing me to walk in forgiveness. Man, I couldn't believe the transformation in my life. I wasn't desperate for a man. If God never gave me one, I was cool. Mm. I wasn't thinking about eHarmony.com, <laughs> Tinkerbell.com, you know. Oh, Tinkerbell. BigDaddy.com, BigDaddy.com. Yeah. I was free, man. Yeah. I was just like, man, I was getting I was getting so much peace. My, my, even my looks was changing. I wasn't so hard anymore. I wasn't, my heart was I was starting to love. 
Like I used to cut you up and never think about you again. Mm. And now I'd cry for people. You know, I, I just started really, I, I was doing makeup and I hated people. Mm. And God put me, he's so strategic. Mm. Like he put me in makeup. So that I'd have to feel a woman's breath right here. I'd be like, oh, how am I going to do her makeup? I only like women. I don't like men. I hate people. Man, I started falling in love with people, their stories. Because 45 minutes, you know, I'd sit there and they would tell me their life. And it was almost like I was was a counselor. Mm -hmm. And I just started, I started loving people, man. Like crazy, like little little thumbnails started following me on social media, mm. and I didn't even realize it. I was just on there prophesying to myself. Mm. Everything I needed, I'd get on there and say it like I was giving everybody else it too. Yeah. And people started, man, are you a fly on the wall? I'm like, no, we're all going through the same thing. Yeah. The devil just has you thinking it's just you. Mm. So, man, it was like five years of growing. Yeah. I put preaching in my car. I learned what Noah did. Mm. You know, yeah, I learned yeah, yeah. about— Adam and Eve, I learned about Elijah. I just learned about God one hour every day going to work and one hour coming home. I didn't listen. I didn't bump to no lemonade, (laughs) no no Cardi B. I didn't didn't even put worship music on. It was just me and God and preaching. And I put T.D. Jakes on. He'd be like, get ready, get ready, get ready. (laughs) And I I was raised on a church pew and probably never listened to a whole sermon. Oh, wow. Wow. So I was getting Bible school for real, man. And I'd be like, pause, get ready, get ready, get ready. I'd be in my car, man, (laughs) getting down and depression was falling off me that I was breaking generational curses off my family because depression was a generational curse of my mm. family mm. breaking that mess off of me my boys were coming back to life uh, we just just I was paying bills off didn't even realize it making four hundred dollars a a week you know before taxes and uh, driving an hour to work in that big hoop yeah I was spending all my money in gas but boy mm. I was getting free Wow. And God used it. That's what he does. And so I started realizing that when you're in a season, I tell people this all the time, where you are. You might have five degrees and you can't even get a job now because you're overqualified. Mm. And God's got your tail at Walgreens. Mm-hmm. And you're mad about it. You better turn that frown upside down and realize that you are where God wants you. If you were in a CEO department in a sixth floor looking down all glass uh, walls in your office, there ain't nobody could get to you to get you to that next place. You know, sometimes God puts you down here in the basement in order to bring somebody that's going to help you get to that next level. And that's what he did. If I wouldn't have went through that divorce, I would have never had to go get a job. I would still be hating people. (laughs) And and I wouldn't have been on the side of the road overheating one day and decided to get up my phone out. And I was seeing smoke coming out on 75, sitting on the side Mm -hmm. of the road during Christmas retail, worked 12 hours. I was tired. And all of a sudden, the smoke was coming up out of my car. And I thought, God, you think of everything. Yeah. You've given me my own smoke machine. Yeah. I took my phone out, man. I was like, hello, awesome people. You sitting on the side of the road in your hoop, you feeling like God forgot about you. Mm. You are right where you're supposed to be. You ain't going to give up. You going to get up. Get That crazy video went viral, man. Mm, mm, mm. And I did videos every day after that. Every wow. day, even when I didn't feel like I'd get up and I'd get in my car and I'd sit in my car. And before I knew it, I had 600,000 subscribers. Then I went to a million. It just kept growing and growing. I started traveling, getting to minister. Mm. What? Yeah. Like everything, if I wouldn't have gone through that divorce, if I wouldn't have drove that dude to drink with my big fat mouth, mm. had to move back in with my mom and my dad, I would have never had to go get a job. I would have never started loving little thumbnails and people. And now that's what I do. I, loving people is my favorite hobby because of the train wreck I caused. I, it's a lot together. <laughs> but I, 
what I don't want, even for myself or our listeners, is that that season that you went through was five years. Yes, man. And, you know, even for me, I feel like I've been in the season for a while now. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, when is, you know, things are going to change? When yeah. I'm going to start seeing, you know, sharing my story and seeing that positivity and yeah. things like that? Because I feel like it's people that's in their season and are crying like, all right, I'm here. Yeah. I feel like I'm doing stuff. Yeah. I feel like I'm being intentional, making changes, you know. Making you know lordship decisions, but sometimes I still don't see you know the good. You know, I don't see what I'm searching for and what I'm looking for. You Man, know? it's just like a it's like a moment, dude. It's like I look back and I think about all the days that I wanted to give up. Mm-hmm. Like that's easy. Giving up is easy, man. Yeah. That's easy. And man, I I would I would not want to go to work. I would walk into work and hate that place, and 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 I would want to quit. And I have to just get back up. I'm like, man, I just got to keep going. And instead of looking at where I was going, I looked at it day by day. Mm-hmm. And day by day, I said, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to do something different today. I'm going to grow today. I'm going to talk to myself today. And that's what I did. And I started realizing that the more I poured into social media, social media became my outlet. Mm. It became my, I started realizing the problem was the reason I was stuck until I was 38 mm-hmm. years old was because it was that process, you know, of me coming out was because I kept feeling sorry for myself. Mm-hmm. My brother was a preacher. My dad gave him his church. Yeah. He had a family. They were all good. Mm-hmm. They He's been married for 20 years. I've done ran two off, mm-hmm. two men yeah, off. Two. Married twice before I was 20. Mm-hmm. And and raised in this religion that said, you get divorced, you're going to hell on a slip and slide. So I was oh, just wow. really yeah, having yeah. a victim in my own story my whole life. And, and man, when I look back now, I think, man, God knew. Like, he was strategic. And so I think that it was just, even when I felt weary, I would just be like, even when I got a break and I started getting to go preach and mm-hmm. minister, I was making more in a weekend, even $400, you know, staying mm-hmm. in a crappy hotel. Because yeah. when you first get started, man, you got to walk with, they, these churches put you up in these <laughs> seedy hotels yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to save a dime. Yeah, yeah. And, and I remember I would just be like, I would, I would, I would be like, man, I get to quit Bloomingdale's now. Like, yes, I don't need Bloomingdale's anymore. I'm making, mm-hmm. I, I, I do it even once a month. And man, I was getting where I was starting to, I was starting to feel again. I wasn't concentrating on what I lost. I wasn't wanting what my brother had anymore. I wasn't mm-hmm. angry that I was still at my mom and dad's house when I wanted to be there a year. Now I've been there four years. Mm-hmm. I wasn't looking at my circumstances anymore. I wasn't looking at my credit score anymore. Instead, I was I, I was I would lay hands on myself, man, because this is what people don't understand: is you got the same power, man, on the inside of you that raised Jesus from the dead. Mm-hmm. Like you got it. Like you got it. Like you just got to switch the way you're thinking and what's coming out of your mouth because what's coming out of your mouth, the Bible says life and death and the power of your words. The reason you got to eat romaine noodles every day, still on food stamps every day is because you're okay with it. And you're so busy telling everybody, woe is me. You know, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here eating romaine noodles and I finally got to a place, you know what I did? I was like, dog. <laughs> like I'm, I'm right, I'm devil, I'm, I'm coming out of this thing. Mm-hmm. You're going to wish you would have taken me out when you could have because I'm about to make me some romaine noodles and if we got to eat them every day for six weeks some salty nasty soggy noodles I'm going to get me some hot dogs and some Tony Sashery mm-hmm. and I'm going to put it up in there and I'm going to gourmet this stuff like it's Papado's yeah, yeah. like I'm going to start seeing so that's what I did man I I would go to I went Google where to find t-shirts 
you know, because I was going to get me some product for my table, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm going to be big time. Yeah. I went and got me T-shirts down in Griffin, $1.99. Then I went and ordered me some Conquer and Helen high heel bling uh, stuff, you know, for the shirt. And every day when i come home from working, I would be ironing them things on f- with my hands. Mm. And I started preparing mm. for where I wanted to go. Like, I was like, I'm going to just start selling stuff. I went to the mart, bought me some cross earrings. It's so cool, too, because it's like everything I started touching, I branded and didn't mm. even know what I was doing. Yeah. Like, nobody in my family has ever done anything that I'm doing. So I was a first. Nobody handed it to me. Mm-hmm. It was just I was thinking outside the box. And I remember thinking, man, I get to quit Bloomingdale's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I heard God. He was like, no, you don't. You ain't ready. You're not ready for full time. Like, you're going to keep going into Bloomingdale's, and you're going to be faithful, and those who are faithful in the little, I will reward you with much. He made me stay there for another whole two years, and I wanted to quit. Like, I did not need it anymore. And I would go travel, and then I'd go back in there, and by now, first year, he still wouldn't let me quit. And I'm and I'm the queen of quitting. <laughs> I'm the queen of helping God, okay? Yeah. I'm the queen of helping God. Like yeah. I'm the queen of not all the way getting healed because I started feeling better. I'd, I'd get out there and start, you know, getting ahead. And this time I was determined, man. I'm not. Until I feel peace, I started realizing that anytime you got to push something, it ain't God. Anytime you got to make something happen, it ain't God. Because when God's in it, it just works, man. Mm. He just does it. Like you don't need nobody's validation. You don't need nobody's you know, pushing you and showing you and putting your book out there. No, anything you touch is going to be blessed. What does peace feel like? Peace! Yeah. What does it feel Man. like? What does it look like? Yeah. Where is it? Where can yeah. I buy it? Man. Is it on Amazon? Because I know Amazon's powerful. <laughs> where? I just want to know. You know what? I, I think peace is in you. You mm. know, you get to that place where I think so often we're looking for peace. We are. Like, we're looking, peace is what we drive. Mm-hmm. Peace is what we have in our wallet. Peace is what we, you know, our friends. Peace is getting in that room with the, with the right people, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and, and the one thing that I've learned since 30, 36 years old is when I got about 38, I started realizing, man, no longer am I going to try to talk people into letting me into their rooms. Mm-hmm. No longer am I going to take a chair and try to squeeze in at tables. No longer. I'm going to start learning how to build my own doggone table. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start all them doors that were shut on me. I'm going to go buy the whole building. Like mm-hmm. that was my thinking. And so what I did was I just started not allowing myself anything that was going to steal my peace. I would separate myself from it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I went through a season where I had no friends. I had, I mean, I was, I was writing my book, you know, I was, I was still at Bloomingdale's. I was special ed my whole life. So writing a book was not in, I, I, you read any of my stuff right now, you still trying to figure out what I'm trying to do because yeah. I ain't no punctuations. <laughs> I don't know where punctuations yeah. And, and I, I think peace is right here. Peace is in your mind. Peace is stop, stop searching for it. Stop thinking a man's going to give you peace or a woman or a husband or a wife and start finding peace in yourself. Mm. Start, start praying over yourself every day. Say, God, let me find peace. Lord, let me know how to forgive. A lot of times the reason why peace is because we're looking at everybody else's life. They're the same age as you. They're on social media. They done wrote five books. You can't even write one. They've got a husband and a wife, Mm -hmm. a boy and a girl, (laughs) your age. And now you're looking at them thinking, man, I need that. Like they they got it way. Sometimes you need to unfollow them people to get peace. Mm. You know, you're just not ready to follow people that are doing what you want to do. You're not, you're, you You want what they got. You're coveting what they have. Mm. You can go back and follow them later. It's okay to be petty, yeah. <laughs> you know, to keep your heart right and to get your peace right and to be able to be all that you are supposed to be instead of wanting somebody else's life. So I think peace is every day mm. paying attention. 
Hmm. What, it, you go to that person's page and they make you feel a certain way. Yeah. Unfollow. So one of the things that kind of gotcha. stood out to me is that, like, it seems as though you described your life as you had a shovel and you were and you were digging a hole for thirty eight years and you were and you were doing things as we all do and making mistakes and digging yourself in this bigger and bigger and bigger ditch until you eventually got restless and tired of being in this hole and you asked God to come and lift me out of this on, hole. Man. But then God said, We're gonna do this together. You have to do it. Together. You know, God and so it was not just you're just gonna sit down, I'm gonna levitate you out of there. No, you're gonna claw and you're gonna climb and I'm gonna work alongside you, you know, at partnership. And so one of my questions to you is that for a lot of people right now, they're like you. They were not like you because obviously like you're so, so blessed, but they're still blessed, but they can't see it. Yeah. Like they're still in the middle of the ditch. They're, they're in year three, you yeah. know, of of that five-year process. And they don't, they don't see a light at the end of the tunnel. They still see their suffering and their pain. Yeah. Like what, for people like that, what what is a message that you can give to them that that helped you in that time? Because I I could only imagine it wasn't yeah. easy, you know. Mm-hmm. Like dri- eventually driving an hour to work every day and barely paying your bills, and having to put water in the antifreeze and all that. It eventually got restless. So what 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 helps in that type of situation? Man, I think you got to walk the process. Mm-hmm. And I think in that season, what I did was I just started writing. Like I started journaling. I started you know changing my perspective, changing. My changing the way I look at things, and I just got I got I got okay with where I was because I knew that wasn't where I was staying, mm. and so I realized that you know with God all things are possible, and and obviously I got to change. I can't be over here wanting uh, the pie in the sky and the mansion and you know it's eight hundred and seventy one credit score mm-hmm. and <laughs> over here just doing the same thing that I've done, and so what I would tell people, man, is don't give up because as long as you got a pulse, God still has a plan for your life. I don't care if you have been married five times, six is going to be your charm, mm. you know, and, and and don't be ashamed to talk about it because what you're going through right now, somebody else needs it. Like what you're going through right now, it's not even for you. And so I think when we stop being pitiful, we get powerful. When we stop walking in fear, we get fearless. Mm. When we get, when we stop worrying, we start learning how to worship our way out, man. And I think it's all right here in our mouth. I think it's right here. What's in here is going to come out here. What's in here is going to come out here. What's in here is going to come out here. And so I think it's every day, man, just getting you some people that you admire. We've got social media. You can go on podcasts like The Roommates. Yeah. You can go on Real Talk Kim's podcast. Of you course. can go. There's all of these podcasts out there that you can take us in your pocket. Mm. And the more you hear of people's success stories and the more they crawled out. Because listen to me, man, nothing is easy that's worth it. Mm. Like nothing is easy. Stop stabilizing what God's trying to shake you free from. Stop trying to make that relationship work. That is toxic. Mm. Stop worrying about being old and alone and start just getting yourself better. Mm. And the more you start getting peace right here because you're separating, you're cleaning. You know, I, I often think about when I was at Bloomingdale's, we had to do inventory. Oh, God, I hated inventory. Mm, I inventory is Dog. <laughs> and they'd always make us come in at midnight and then we'd stay there all night long. <laughs> click, click, click. <laughs> And I just got a, a, an epiphany one day when I was in Bloomingdale just doing that. And, and it was like, this is when I realized, oh, my God, this is the same way in our lives. Mm. Think we've outgrown people, but we're still trying to make them fit. Mm. We got people in our VIP section of life. We talk to them every day that are holding us back. They're, they're termites. You're trying to build an empire. They're eating away at your foundation. And you're, you're trying to figure out CPR to dead situations, man. And I just started saying, God, let me be okay. I started praying specifics 
God, let me be okay with you let these people out of my life. God, let me let me be okay blocking people. That block button's your best friend. That block button. <laughs> gift of goodbye is awesome. Yeah, yeah. And when I started cleaning out, man, I started cleaning out like we did at Bloomingdale's. Mm. I started getting so free, man. I remember, I remember about a year in, and I was still at Bloomingdale's. And I got invited to go preach in the Bahamas. And when you get invited to go over mm. enough to another place where mm. you have to take your passport, yeah. you made it. <laughs> so I was like, yes! Yeah. So I went in, because God wouldn't let me quit yet. I went into the HR department, and I was like, Leah, she was our manager. Leah, I know you're probably going to have to let me go, because I need another day off. To go minister, she's like, "Girl, you go take it. You, we, we're watching what God's doing through you." I was like, "No, fire me! No, fire me! Fire me!" And man, they didn't. That's yeah. that's what I'm saying, man. God, God will open the doors. He'll let people work for you, and when it's time, then He'll push you out. Yeah. So I think that you know that's that's the key is just paying attention to yourself. Stop stop trying to be everybody else's hero, and to be yours. Mm. You know, look at yourself. Build your empire. Get prepared. Write your book. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I mean, special ed, what? Mm-hmm. Like, literally special ed my whole life. Mm-hmm. Until I was seventh grade, I thought I was seriously VIP. Mm-hmm. And every day they'd be like, all the special kids can go to their class. And I dropped the mic, man, like walking out. Because yeah. I was the only one ever, <laughs> ever left the class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Until yeah. so seventh grade, and I realized it was LD, learning disability. Mm-hmm. And I was crushed. Mm-hmm. But man, when I wrote my book. It went bestseller. I self-published it. All in the first year, I was 40 years old. Wow. My ministry did not start till I was 40. Wow. Since I'm 46, I've written four books. Yeah. And they and, and I'm a published mm. author. Special ed, man. <laughs> God will bring people in your life to edit. Yeah. You ain't got to know everything. Just do it. Yeah. And trust he's going to bring people to help you. It takes a, takes a village. Gotcha. Learn your lane. <sighs> man, look, I got married. God brought a great man into my life. I'm a good wife. Mm. Like I don't, I don't have a big mouth to him. Amen. How do you make more good wives? <laughs> 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 this ain't the podcast. This not the episode. Well, I had to work on me. Like forever, I was like, God. I remember hitting 38 years old, and it was my birthday, and I was like, God. You know, I'm 38. It's going to be like on my honeymoon. Hello. <laughs> I will be like picking stuff up. Where's he at? Picking stuff up. Where's he at, God? Picking stuff up is absolutely insane. Where's he at? And I remember God said, girl, he's ready, but you ain't. You mm. still got to get your mouth. And I'm over here preaching by now. Like, mm. I'm woman of faith and power. Yeah. And he's like, no, your mouth. Your mouth. I'm like, God, that ain't for me. That was for the next door neighbor. <laughs> She's the one who got a big mouth. Not me. He goes, no, you got a big mouth. <laughs> and man, I just started laying hands on my mouth. Come out. Come out, because mm. I knew my husband's ready, and I ate, mm. and I didn't meet him for another uh, two years, mm. and my mouth was good. Never once in a while, I still about it for twenty eight days, because every Eve, twenty eight days, gotcha. yeah. Eve's fall. Yeah. 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 I'll get a little, you know, my mouth to get a little. <laughs> but, hey, but, but I'm so like a submission. Like you, if I used to say submission, I'd be like, I'd go straight. I go straight to rats. You ain't gonna tell me. And God brought me this man. I met him on Facebook, and he was white, old, and bald. And I didn't like white and old. So I wasn't ready for what was about to happen. So I let So I let him in my. Yeah, I was waiting for Fabio, a forty year old, and I let this man. And call me because he mm. had a word from the Lord for me, mm. and he was white, old, and bald. Got you. And so I wasn't ready. 
With, Man, uh, with Versi head. Huh? With Versi head so I can find it. And, you know, <laughs> keep that in the pocket just in case I want to. Bay can pray. You hear me? Bay yeah. started praying. And I'm like, and I, I was like, if Bay don't pray, Bay can't stay. If Bay don't pray, Bay can't stay. If Bay don't pray, Bay can't stay. Why can't Bay stay if Bay don't pray? If Bay don't pray, they're probably crazy. If this Bay can pray, and I'm starting to find my heart like oh, I like this white old bone man <laughs> now he's like he's 15 years older than me the best thing that ever happened to me he's strong he's mm. gentle you know he, he, he doesn't want my light he's not jealous of me he lets me travel you know mm. he's stubborn but <laughs> his good qualities that way yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's Great a, marriage, a, man. Awesome. We're about in, in, in two days. I celebrate seven years. Ooh, oh wow! And it's flown. Yeah. yeah, it's flown by. And and man, I I get to experience what every day for seventeen years of my previous marriage. I'd be like, God, let this man tell me how much he loves me. He never did. <laughs> and Lord, let him just think I'm all that. He never did. He was like a chick magnet, you know. Mm. And I'm just like everything I prayed for in my seventeen year marriage before. God's given me in the last seven years. Mm. Wow. Every day that man tells me 45 times. Mm. Baby, if I told you how much I love you, I'm like, yeah, it's 45 times. <laughs> he loves man. me, right, White, man? White, old, and bald. Oh, <laughs> and now I sit on the couch with him rubbing up all the hubba, hubba, Sexiest white, old, bald man I've ever seen in my life. He don't look old either. But that's, no. that's oh, man, awesome because I think What's really remarkable about your story is that for so many people, they look at their current situation yeah. and they're like in their early 20s or maybe in their mm. early 30s and they think it's over. Oh my gosh. They think their life is over. They think, oh God, you failed me because you haven't gave me X, Y, and Z. And even people in their early 40s, yes. even 50s, mm -hmm. and so many people look at their lives and, they, and they, like you said, that comparison is yes. a piece of joy and they're comparing themselves to other people and they don't see what God has in store for them. But the beauty about your life is that like it happened later and there's so much yes. more to come. And this is a testimony for a lot of people who are going through it right now. But unfortunately, you know, you can see it because it's here, yeah. but a lot of people just can't see it. Yeah. You know, even, I mean, I, I can't I see, didn't see it. Yeah, 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 I yeah. didn't see it either. Yeah. And, and, and it was gradual. Like it was a process. It yeah. was every day getting up and, deciding to look at the glass full instead of half full. Mm. People look at it half empty and you got water to pour into it. Mm. And so I think that it is just, you got to motivate yourself, man. Yeah. You got to watch what you're putting in your spirit. Mm. You got to watch what you're listening to. You got to watch what your ear gates are hearing. You got to watch what your eye gates are watching. Man, I was preaching the other night about, I'm doing a relationship restart series here at our church. And I was talking about gossip, mm. just how easy it is to fall into gossip and Man, right there as I'm preaching, guys, like you, you following some people on Instagram, you need to unfollow because mm. you're you don't realize that, but what you're seeing is getting in your spirit, mm. gossip, you know, seeing other people's lives. Like we we we're we're so good at looking at celebrities and and judging our lives off of theirs, judging our lives off of their bodies, and none mm. of their bodies are real. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Judging our lives off of what they've got and how much money and. Before long, we've just lost what God's got for us here. Mm. So I think that in this process of you trying to find yourself, you got to be intentional. You got to be strategic. Mm. You got to be planning for the future because when it happens, you can't get ready then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was what I always did. I waited until, oh, when that door opens, then I'll do it. No, 
You got to start preparing for marriage now before you even meet your Boaz or Ruth. Mm -hmm. You got to be preparing right now. Get your mouth under control. Get your selfishness, sir, under control. And that commitment phobe, your daddy wasn't there, so now you don't think you'll ever be there for, you can ever be a good, yes, you can. Mm -hmm. You're the game changer. You're the one that's going to shift things in your family. And so I think it's every day, man, like you living like tomorrow, you're going to wake up and it's going to be shifted. That's what happens. It's it, That's how quick it happens. Mm-hmm. It is one day you wake up and your trajectory has shifted. Mm-hmm. Literally, one day you wake up and the whole world knows who you are. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. Like literally social media, like uh, millions of people every day mm-hmm. choose to follow me. And it's because I was ready. And man, my heart's so right now. You know, I, I don't, people ask me, I was on, on with Willie Moe Jr. the other day on, on the radio, and he was like, how, how does it feel? I just did a TV show. They could have picked any preacher they wanted, but God knew I was going to show out for him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do the show again, but it was, it was awesome for that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody asked me, what, how does it feel, man? Like, you go through the airports and people take pictures with you. How, how does it feel? No different. Because mm-hmm. I know where I came from. Yeah. And I know just like that, man, if you don't stay humble and... Man, I, I, I get ex- as excited as, oh, my God, real talk him. I'm like, oh, my God, it's yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Like, you want a picture with me. Yeah. So it's like when you get there, are you still going to stay humble? Mm. You, you can still be dope and humble. Yeah. Are you going to get up there and have, I need Evian water. <laughs> Evian. I've I never heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's above my track, you know what I mean? It was a backwards. It's called naive. That means you're spending $4 on water. I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> you do too, you know what? Yeah. Water. Yeah. And people carrying your Bible up to the platform, you know? Yeah. Oh, man, you got to be able to stay humble. Because yeah. I believe God's raising up people nobody's looking for. Mm. He is people sleeping on you, man. And one day they're going to be like, oh, my God. That's what they do. They're like, where did you come from? Like, it was overnight sensation. Yeah. I'm like, dude, this was 10 years. Mm. This was me sitting on the side of the road doing videos when I could have been crying mm. or on the phone. Can you believe my stupid blankety blank car? <laughs> yeah. No, man, I was making videos, yeah. putting them up, you know, being me. I was getting free from people because mm-hmm. I cared what people thought about me way too much. Now, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, yeah. dude, you got I got haters. That's high. Because yeah. if you knew me, you'd like me. Yeah. I'm a good person. You're, you're amazing. Dude, you're amazing. You. And I absolutely love um just the message of this transforming your mind. Because yeah. that's kind of what's my theme of last year. I remember um I once was always like I'm a realist, but I was yep. really just a cynic, <laughs> you know. And and then I was just you were really at, a cynic, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought <laughs> I was a realist. I was, I was See, really this cynic. is what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> Transparency. Yeah, yeah. So I was just. I, I mean, I still am working on it now, you know. But and then I started re- reading Philippians four. I started memorizing it, you know. And then God said, "Whatever is true, whatever is just, whatever is honorable." Like yeah. all, you know, think about all these things. And then yeah. I started just constantly like shifting my mindset. And being like, you know, if I'm going to be delusional, I'm going to be delusional about what's good. Yes, yes. And then just like, just supernaturally, God just really started transforming my life and all the work that we're doing. And I I see so many people, they don't believe it. Because obviously, like, it seems so easy. If I just think it, you know, God will start working in my life and change it. They don't believe it, but it's true. Yes, it happens. I'm a testament of it and you're a testament of it, you know? And you guys got to be like, y'all over here going, where you find it? Where you find it? Y'all are like beasts. (laughs) You know, like I really, I think that so often y'all are here doing phenomenal things. Like 
thousands and thousands and thousands of people are following y'all and downloading your apps and listening to your words. How old are y'all? 28. What? Y'all are- <laughs> 25. Y'all are youngins. Yeah. And look what God's already done in your life. So I think what it is, is we get so busy looking for more. It's almost like people would kill to have what you have, but yeah. y'all are still over here. It ain't never enough. <laughs> you know, and you got to do yeah. that. You got to keep striving. And yeah. I, I'm not where I want to be. Yeah. And I still like beat myself up. Yes, my assistant. Like she knows when I start sending her stupid texts, yeah. like, I, you know, I'll be in my feelings yeah. or yeah. things ain't where I want it right now this month, but next month it's going to be flying. Yeah. So I think it's just Enjoying the ride. Mm. Don't get so lost in more, 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 and enjoy the ride. Like, man, y'all are setting people free. Like, just think about that. Like, y'all, y'all roommates. <laughs> the way it started, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, y'all were roommates, and now it's just you two left. <laughs> and look what God's doing with your mouth. Being guys that are good looking. And, stop it, stop it. Yeah, stop it, stop it. Yeah, girls, they single. <laughs> are y'all single? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's because God, y'all are y'all are all God's got God's still preparing them. Yeah. Because y'all got to have some very women that because if you marry the wrong one, man, they can mess up your whole. That's a whole different podcast. <laughs> you hear me? I'm they can they can delay the, the they can delay mm-hmm. the process, which is what happened. But then God restores. The Bible says in Joel 2.25, he's going to give you back everything the devil stole. That's even your own stupid mistakes. You said Joel 2.25? Jo- Joel 2.25, yeah. yeah. He, and listen, we don't want what we lost. We yeah. want restitution, devil. Mm. You made us act stupid. You made us be bitter. You made us, you know, run people off with our mouth because we were insecure of the relationship. Well, now I'm 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 good. Mm. Now I'm about to take back, and I don't want just what I lost. I want seven times greater. Mm. That's awesome. And you start putting a demand on it, man, putting it out in the atmosphere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would normally take 17 years is taking me six. That's Ooh. so awesome. And I'm on flyers. Y'all, y'all know what's so funny is like I, I would sit in that car and drive and and preach. It helped I'd, I'd listen to these people preaching, then I'd put it on pause and I'd preach like them. I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, you told me to learn how to preach. Yeah. Yeah. You told me to learn get the word in me. He goes, I didn't tell you to be TD Jakes. Yeah. I just said get the word in you. Yeah. Be yourself. Yeah. And so he was like making me learn to be myself. But I look back now and I've preached for every one of those people. That's mm. awesome. In mm-hmm. six years. Like, I'm on these flyers. I remember I was on T.D. Jakes's, I spoke at a singles conference, because I speak at a lot of young adults in singles conferences. Mm-hmm. On the flyer, it said, relationship expert. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I remember laughing, yeah. thinking, God, you got a sense of humor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I yeah. am. I can yeah. tell you how to run a man off, yeah. and I can tell you how to keep one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I just thought, that's how cool God is. You know, he's got a sense of humor. He's up in heaven saying, all these people were talking about you six years ago. They were all gossiping about you. Mm. And he told me, he was like, don't you dare go get clapped back anointing. Mm. You just ignore it and live so nobody believes and I'm going to vindicate you. And that's what he did. That's so awesome. He started taking the windows of heaven, opening over my life, using social media. And you can't stop social media. Like, like, people choose to follow you. You can't go buy following. You know, you can, but it ain't going to last. Yeah. You watch these people have 100,000 followers, and then they're down to five the next day. <laughs> yeah. No, you got to want it because God gave it to you because he so trusts awesome. you. Mm. He trusts me. Yeah. Like That's the coolest thing ever is to think, man, God trusts me mm. with all of this. God trusts me with his kids. Mm. And most of my following don't know Jesus either. Yeah. Like, I've, I've got half, probably probably 75% are just coming to know Jesus. Mm. Mm. That's awesome. Buddhists, Muslims, 
we didn't believe in Jesus, but now we we just, whatever you're doing, we love it. So we're following you. And I'm sending Bibles to people, mm. you know, helping them find Bibles. Mm-hmm. I'll have altar calls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 200 people get saved. And then I and then I disciple them, you know, because yeah. God ain't like people, man. Yeah. He ain't like woke and birth. Like, you got to have mm. 10 Bible degrees. Yeah, yeah. No, man. When he qualifies you, the oil that drips off of you because you made it through something that people thought you would go under for, mm. you made it through those divorces. Now you get you get loving somebody for real. Like yeah. Christ loves the church. He, he, this dude loves my lights out. Thank you. God, you didn't save my last marriage. <laughs> you know, and you just start looking at the big pie. Mm. He said, I'm going to give you back. Ephesians 3.20 is one of my favorite scriptures. It said he's going to give you exceedingly abundantly more than you could ever ask or think. Yeah. And so when you're not operating in the exceedingly abundantly, it's because you're, 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 you got yourself in that box. Mm. You got to jump. Yeah. And just say, God, you ain't going to wreck your reputation. Mm. I'm about to put it out here, God. I'm about to use social media. I'm going to put it out on my social media platform. Yeah. And don't wreck your reputation now. You know some people are watching yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to jump. Yeah. And he's either going to teach you how to fly or catch you. But he'll never let you fall. Man, I love that. Teach you how to fly or catch you. He will. But he'll never mm. let you now, fall. Now, you might hit rock bottom, yeah. but you're going to find out who the rock is at the bottom. That's good stuff right there. Man. He gonna, you're going to get through it. You ain't staying here. You might be on food stamps, but you ain't staying. Mm-hmm. You gotta know in your mind I used to. I might be here today, but I ain't staying here. I love it. I love it, guys. It's it's okay not to be okay. Yep. But it's not okay to stay there. Nope. And you said, what do you say about the meltdown? What was your quote about the meltdown? You can have a meltdown. Yeah. Like cry a river. Yeah. Mm. Close your blinds for a week. Yeah. Talk yourself through it. Put you on some self-help. Yeah. You know, and, and get yourself through it. But yeah. the problem is we got all these masks on us and now we're believing the mask. Yeah. We believe the lies we're telling ourselves. And then one day you're going to have a meltdown at 48 years old. Because mm. you're going to have to get through it at some point. Yeah. Mm. Have your meltdown. Have your emotion. I say it all the time. Get out of your feelings and get into some healing. Mm. But you got to get in your feelings to get them healed. Gotcha. Yeah. Man. Lord. Kim, you're so... This is such a... <laughs> like I'm my blessed. soul is so... I'm blessed. Uplifted, yes, encouraged. Yes. I'm just... Thank you so much for your message. Thank you so much for the work that God has done in your life. You know, yes, like... Lord. One of the, the dope parts about, you know, traveling and doing this show is you get to meet so many yeah. amazing people. Mm-hmm. And the honest thing that you get to see is you get to see who God is really anointed exactly. and who is really a great quality human being. And I can honestly say that you have a beautiful soul. Oh, you're man, such a beautiful you. person. And yep. we're just so blessed and thankful for, you know, the, the message that you share with not only with us, but with our worldwide community. Exactly. So for people who want to reach out to you, let you let let you know how grateful they are about you coming on the show. Where can they reach out to you at? Realtalkkim.com. Mm. Yeah. And I'm all over the social media networks is Real Talk Kim. At Real Talk Kim. Everywhere. Yeah. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. That's, that's so awesome. Real Talk Kim. So guys, please, please make sure you reach out to Real Talk Kim. Let her know just about what about the podcast set out to you guys. It's such a great blessing. I know that I'm super excited. And I got a new book, y'all. Oh, tell about the book. I got a brand new book that just released. It's called When Your Bad Meets His Good. Mm. (laughs) When your bad, as in the woman bad, Uh, and to meet his good, as in the man good. Oh, yeah. 
I didn't read that. Like, no, you know. No, like, you're bad, like, you're like I'm that. just bad. Yeah. You fell right into that. I got you. You know what I'm saying? I got you. It's all good, man. Yeah, it's when you're I got you. Yeah, it's when your bad meets his goodness everywhere, man. My mug is in every bookstore across America. Awesome. On Amazon. I even read it 14 chapters. I'm very hyper. Wow. And I sat in a little bitty room for 14 So it's on audio, audible yes, as well. And I awesome. read yeah. that book to you. Like I'm in your face yeah. for 14 chapters. That's so amazing. Yeah, just about, man, you ain't never too far gone. That's what this book is. By the time you get down with this book, you are going to think you can jump off of a 20-foot building yeah. to a 20-story building. I mm-hmm. love it. And, mm-hmm. and, and, I, and, I, and I think even greater is that not only is the message like Chris said, going to be uplifting for a moment, but this mind shift is going to change your life forever and change your your family's life forever. In the future. Like you're you're yeah. you're doing it. You guys are doing it for your kids in the future. Yeah. Like you ain't got kids yet. You ain't married yet, but you're already breaking stuff. Yeah. That your family suffered with. Y'all are already doing it. You're already doing stuff. To you. Your mom and dad didn't do this. Your mom and dad didn't know <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all yeah. are already out of the box. Yeah. So that's what it takes. Just stepping out. Anybody can do a podcast. Yeah. Get you. I just do my, I looked at y'all set up and was like, dog, I gotta step up my game. Cause I I got I got a great podcast that does yeah. very well. What's the name of the podcast so they can Real check Talk it out? Him. Real Talk Kim. And, and I literally guy. sit with my phone in front of me. Oh wow! Can you imagine if I had some of these fancy? I'm telling you, you know, so <laughs> yeah. But, but thank you so much, Kim. You're Guys, thank please you. make sure you check out her podcast. Make sure you check out her new book. Yep. Look all her stuff up. Reach out to her, guys. We're so thankful for you guys checking us out. Continue to comment, comment, subscribe. Let people know where they can experience the best hour of their week. My name is Hafiz. Chris to start a show, baby. And we are joined by... Real Talk Kim. And we are the roommates, guys. Make sure you share. As I said, comment. Let Real Talk Kim know what really blessed you with the roommates. And we're out of here. Man, I love you guys.